Welcome to the first New to UX podcast. I started the New to UX community. New to UX is an international Facebook group for those joining from over five different continents around the world and are in the process of transitioning into the UX field. It's also a great place for those who are new to the field and want to be part of a community. We are going to get started by introducing ourselves and talking about our backgrounds and how we got started in the field. Hi, I'm Rachel Lipoff. I have a background, a bachelor's in design and business. I've been working in the marketing field and I noticed after doing research that I was very much interested in user experience and I looked into that a little bit more and decided to register for a UX bootcamp. And I am so excited to be in this industry. Hi, my name is Estuardo Salazar. Um, I am an artist. I started as an artist and all my life I've been, I consider myself an artist, someone who creates things from zero. You know, like sometimes it could be a, a photography, sometimes it could be a, um, a music video, a song, a lyric, and but then I moved to United States, and then here I had to start working. So I start. I found hospitality to be one of the first industries that I got in, and after the situation with COVID, we got laid off from our jobs, and that's when I decided to switch my career, you know what I mean? I've always been an artist, and that's uh, so something that is always really very strong on me. That's something that I do in my spare time, but uh, having a career, it was very important for me, and that's why I was working as a uh, in the hospitality industry and got laid off and then got the opportunity to join a cohort in Wincode and that's when I became a UX designer. Now let's talk about boot camps. So what is a technology boot camp? When I told my family and friends that I was applying to a technology boot camp, one of my friends asked me if I was going to be working out and exercising for 10 hours a day. And then I explained what a technology bootcamp is. So it's an intense program and it's a short-term program with a focus on acquiring skills. So in this case, I was applying to a user experience program. Now, what are some things that you want to look out for when you're choosing a bootcamp? So there are so many bootcamps out there. So some of the things that I kept in mind when I was looking into a bootcamp is how long is the program? Is it part-time, full-time? Is it online or in-person? Because that really changes the whole experience. Are there mentors? Who are the mentors? Are there any TAs to help you if you're struggling with an assignment? What is the structure of the program? Are you expected to learn everything on your own or are you learning with a professor or in groups? And this is something that's really key to gaining experience in the field is are you working on real world projects or projects that were kind of created for students? I highly recommend trying to get a lot of experience or getting some experience working on some projects with an actual company. And what are the financial options? Are there any scholarships that you qualify for and can apply for? 
does the boot camp help with job placement or career placement? And uh, Tato, do you have anything else to add on this topic? Well, I feel like the the best you have uh, if you have the opportunity to talk with somebody who's been into one before you join in, I think that will be the best thing you could do. I know it's very hard because sometimes they are in another country, could be in another state, but I strongly suggest that that to me it's uh, it's very important because there are some that could be a scam as well too. I'm not trying to say all of them are scams, but now that after everything went like online lessons and everything, now everybody's teaching and now everybody's a teacher. Everybody can teach you this. And it's like, hey, give me your $10,000, $15,000. And then I've seen some things that it's not very good. So it's really very important that you can talk with somebody and, and say like, hey, how was your process? Did you do TAs? You got all the assistance? How was, how long? You know, all these questions that just Rachel was talking about, like if you could get an insight of someone, I will definitely feel like that's something very important for me on this topic. I definitely agree. Speaking to others who have gone through a program is a really great way to get their opinions and that they can answer your questions. Another great thing that you can do is looking up the program and looking up reviews and seeing if they've won any awards or done anything else to make themselves stand out. All right, so you wanna talk about the benefits of learning a bootcamp on a bootcamp versus learning on your, on your, on your own? Learning at a boot camp is really great because there's structure and for those of us that have a hard time just, you know, planning our day and studying from nine to five without any structure, that's where the boot camp comes in and it have really helped me study the right kinds of things and also really get the work done. Yeah, the way I see it is like, Imagine that you're going to rent a movie and you're going to pay $15 to see it premium in your couch and starts from the beginning all the way to the end, zero interruptions. You get the best experience. Now, when you're doing it on your own, it's like doing it on Google or on YouTube with advertising every 10 minutes is another thing that is interrupting you and could be maybe chopped into pieces, right? Maybe you start learning from the end. Just that you don't have any structure. You don't know what is the beginning, what is the middle, what is the end. So one day you watch something about this in UX, but they are talking about stuff that is already way far than what you think you need. And sometimes, or sometimes you can spend too much time just in the basic stuff. And it's very hard to find, uh, not just authentic, but really quality content out there. I think that that's something. The next topic I wanted to discuss was or is UX job titles. There's so many job titles out there. So how does one decide what kind of position would best suit them in the field? So I recommend that you speak to mentors, TAs, professors, meet with them and ask them different questions. Tell them about yourself, show them your work, your portfolio, and then also ask those with those different titles. So if you're looking to become a UX 
researcher or designer reach out to those on social media and ask them what their day-to-day -day job looks like? Yeah, I think like in, if you are talking about like job titles, how you go about it, uh, I've, I've noticed that using product designer is a brand new term and it's really brand new. Like there's not a lot of positions with that name on it yet. So when I search uh, or I've discovered jobs, they're looking for UX, UI, you know what I mean? I think like that's one of the titles that I see more often popping. But I think like product designs is like the whole inclusive thing because you, you have the UX and the UI together instead of, you know, it's just a new, a new word, but I think it sounds more, more, I think it sounds more badass. <laughs> I think I like it more. And now for networking. So where should one network and what should your post bootcamp life look like? So one really great thing to do would be to join Slack groups, Facebook groups, staying active on social media. That's a really important one. And also ask those in the industry for portfolio advice. You can show them your portfolio and ask them if they have any suggestions or ideas on how you can improve it. Especially now with the competition in the field, the field is really oversaturated with bootcamp grads. So it's really important to make yourself stand out and speaking to industry professionals and getting their feedback is a really great way to do that. And also when you are networking with those on LinkedIn, you can plan to over deliver. So what I mean by that is if you're looking to join a company and you're trying to network with someone from that company, try going on the website and create notes and feedback on how, so really just do an audit and talk about how you could help the company maybe improve their website or help them in some other way. So try to bring value rather than only speaking to an industry professional and asking for their help. And also joining other communities such as the Fluxia community, so that's also on a Slack, the Palm Beach Tech, Boca Code community. And also another great way to get yourself more experience and to network is by joining hackathons. There are a number of hackathons out there, so I'd recommend looking them up and finding a hackathon that you can join. Yeah, also there's new apps too, for example, the new one, um, what was Clubhouse. it? Clubhouse. Like, I think like that's, that's very, it, I don't know where it's going, but I think like there is a lot of UX, UI over there. You know what I mean? There is a lot of designers, a lot of rooms, and it's, it's very inclined to that. But I know it's going to be multiple topics, but I think like that that's somewhere uh, another one you can explore. Also, um, I think maybe Instagram as well. You know what I mean? Like, I think like uh, there is a lot of people over there still, you know. So there is a couple of things where you can find networking you know and but the best networking is in front with people you know i like the the personal approach too so whenever you can have a meetup or something like that or even a zoom call i think it's it's, it's still personal you know like we mentioned before finding a mentor is really important and 
some have asked me how can they find a mentor so here are some ways to find a mentor you can reach out to different industry professionals on some of the social media websites as well as going on ADP list and just booking a time with a mentor from a company that you are interested in working at. Uh, UX Coffee Hours is another great site and Flux UX Hours. I've had really great experience speaking to different mentors from the Flux UX community. So that's definitely one community that I highly recommend. And also there is like I call him. It's kind of like it's not a it's a virtual uh, mentor. But I have people that I follow that I don't know. They don't know I exist, but I love their content. I love what they do, and I consider myself. I consider them like mentors. Like oh, whenever they they whatever they talk about, I try to to agree with what they're saying or be the reason. You know, like oh yeah, he's right. He likes to do this. I should probably start. You know, it's guidelines that they can set up over there so yeah that's another way to have you know if you don't have a personal mentor or it's hard to you to find one or you know sometimes there is introvert people that it's hard for them to get that connection and have someone there uh there's always virtual ones that you can create <laughs> so next we're going to be talking about what you can do after graduating from a boot camp in order to keep learning and to keep improving your skills. So some of the things that I I thought of was really working on your pitch and your tone and staying consistent with yourself and others. So what I mean by that is when you're working and you create a design style, so you really want to stay consistent with that design style. Um, and another really important thing to do is to be organized. So that really applies to during the boot camp because you're working on so many different projects, learning so many different things crammed into a short period of time. And if you're not organized, it's gonna be really difficult to kind of pull up the different documents that you have that you're working on, whether it's in Figma, Sketch, Adobe XD, or any other program. And also when you're working with others, so collaborating with designers and developers, it will really speed up the process if you have good organization habits and skills. Yeah, you can always stay keep in touch with your with your team when you were for example when we studied together we had teams and and we still get together, you know what I mean? And we we have a project that we did in school and we did it to graduate but it wasn't finished completely you know what i mean so we still like oh let's let's get a let's get together and then you're like oh how, how was the, oh this is how you do that oh i remember now and incredible you stop for two weeks and you start forgetting little things of how how this work what was this thing going towards so keeping yourself like that so if you have friends that can sit down and design together it's, it's, I think it's, it's always good to do it in company too, you know, I mean, it's, it's something cool, but you can do it yourself too, you know, just keep designing and um, to me was trying to find a dream job and then I tried to design something for them and that's where I'm at, you know, I mean, and so far it's a dream job, it's a dream design, it's just, but it keeps me thinking about features, MPKs and all this stuff, you know. There's so many places to pick up UX skills other than a bootcamp. So if you don't feel like a 
boot camp is for you, what are some other places that you can pick up those skills? So I've took, I took courses, I'm currently taking more courses through Interaction Design Foundation. So you can join as a member for under $200, you can take as many courses as you want and it's a nonprofit organization that offers courses, web development courses, UX research courses, UX design courses, and the list really goes on. It's a learn at your own pace kind of style. So if that's something that you think you're a great fit for, then you can look into that. They do also offer a boot camp, so that's something that you can look into. It's a little bit different, structured differently than some of the other boot camps. And it's also doesn't come with as high of a price tag. So that's something I would recommend looking into as well as Design Lab. Design Lab does have a boot camp, but they also have a short four week course. Um, they have many different courses, so I'd recommend checking their website out. LinkedIn Learning has a number of different courses that you can take. Some are like two hours in length and can go up to like 20. So just whatever you're looking for, you can find on LinkedIn Learning. And then you can go on Udemy. Udemy has really great courses at a low cost as well as Coursera. Yeah, also another one that I've been doing is that when I see something that I really like, I try to find who designed it and then I follow that people, that person and I start trying to see if they have videos or, you know, trying to find any information that you can find from them. And I did one from the guy who did Amazon Music and it was super cool to see all the, how he has his portfolio, how he presents his projects and everything. So that's another way to, to get some insights. Um, let's talk a bit all about let's talk a little bit about the difference between UX and UI design. So, what do you think are the difference? Because sometimes a little people is confused about why is UX UI is not the same. But uh, can you give us your insights, Rachel? Yeah. So, user UX stands for user experience, and UI stands for user interface. And the way I like to look at it is that UI is really focused on design elements and UX is more focused on putting together like the research um, and the design. So it's really doing both um, and UI positions are focused more on creating those elements and working on typography and color theory and bringing that together to form really great designs. Yeah, the way I see it is, for example, the architect and the constructor. So the architect is going to say, okay, we are going to make this building and we're going to have these pipes so they can have water. And then we're going to think about having hot water. He's always thinking about, we, we both parts are always thinking about the user in different ways, right? But you say like about the needs that the the user needs right so he needs hot water so okay all the piping for hot water is going to be this way and then we're going to have uh, cold water and then we're going to make three rooms and uh, and then so they have more space and everything and then the the ui is when it comes and say like okay they 
finish this, they construct it, so now we're gonna paint it white, we're gonna put, oh, we're gonna make a big window over here, uh, we're going to set up air conditioning and just start like setting up the mood inside the room. And if, if we go to an example like product design like that, like ketchup, yeah, usually people grab the bottle from the bottom to the top and someone dis decided to flip the, the bottle and now, the, the UI is when you change the sticker up, but the UX is when you design the bottle to be upside down. And the sticker, the design of it to be flipped is the UI, you know, so you have the experience of not being reading backwards. That would be my insights about the difference of UX, UI. So I've been asked a number of times if one needs to know how to code to be successful as a user experience professional. And so I'd like to talk about this topic. So from my experience, I have been looking at a lot of different job titles. And although there is no requirement to know how to code or learn like HTML and CSS to get started in a user experience position, it definitely is a valuable skill to have. And if one does know the basics of coding, they will be able to be more successful when working with web developers and other teams. And so it's definitely something that I'd try, I'd recommend trying to learn. But if you don't have those skills and you're not interested in learning how to code, you can still find work in the user experience field. Yeah, I would say that everybody should know how to code and everybody who knows how to code should know UX, UI. If we all do that job, life will be such a pleasure, I think. Uh, why? Because you have more insights. There's nothing wrong. Honestly, I, I cannot say why. Yes, you don't need it. You don't need to know how to code to be a UX, UI designer. You don't need to but it will give you a lot of benefits for you to say, hey, you know what, I'm gonna do a quick fix on this that the guys couldn't do or, or do it on, you know, like, or you can explain better to a developer how do you want it to do it or how, or you start designing thinking about their their limitations because there is limitations in when we are creating things. So if everybody knows their limitations, I think it will be super cool. So yeah, I strongly suggest to start with UX and then learn coding. So what are some things you wish you knew before joining a bootcamp and how do you recommend that one prepares for a UX bootcamp? Okay, so the first one is meal prepping. I think that was super important for me. Uh, we didn't have time at the end of Friday or Thursday. It was, you were just running on fumes. <laughs> like It's like, oh, I don't have time to launch. I don't have time to do this. I have to deliver this homework on my break. I'm still working on my thing. And then it's like I get a maybe a meal shake. And if you're not prepping your food, your meals, you're going to get... It's, it's sick, it's, 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 it's not healthy, you know what I mean? So meal prepping is something that is very important. So you know that you're gonna be in intense, hardworking days. So uh, prepare lunch and something so that way you don't have to worry about that. Um, also um, get a nice setup for yourself, uh, feel comfortable. You're gonna be 
is either sit down for a long time or standing up. So I've, if you had ability to get access to a stand-up desk, definitely if you were deciding to, ah, should I pull the trigger or not, definitely, at least to me, help me out to keep myself a little bit more active and more, because you stand up and then you get tired, you sit down and, and all good. Um, yeah, I think that that would be a couple of the things that people should prepare for it. Yeah, I definitely agree with finding a comfortable workplace because you are going to be sitting by the computer for 10 hours plus a day. So you definitely want to be in a place that you feel comfortable. And also if you need any equipment, like a second monitor, that's definitely helpful. Um, I purchased a second monitor and it helped me tremendously. I'd say also, setting a schedule for yourself so if you know that you need to get a certain amount of things done each week other than the boot camp really setting a time for that because like tato mentioned those days are really really busy and if you don't want to miss out on your classwork or just learning from the boot camp and practicing then you really want to plan out your days well and also plan out your meals because when you're so busy you might forget to eat some meals um, and then also in terms of preparing for a boot camp course I'd say that really having some background knowledge before you start the program is really helpful so even watching like YouTube videos on different topics. So research topics, design topics, and also another thing I'd recommend is staying open because some people come into the bootcamp thinking like design is not for me or research is not for me. And at the end of the day, you really wanna be open to learning and becoming skilled in both areas so that you have more opportunities once you graduate and that you could really enhance your portfolio by having those different skills. And you'll also leave the doors open for more job opportunities. Also the pen tool, learn how to use the pen. Like the, the vector pen is something that you're gonna be using a lot. And if you don't know, you start using presets and you limit to whatever you can find. But if you know how to use the pen tool, you can design any icon by yourself and just change the color. So it's super easy, but I, I, it took me a while to me to understand the pen tool when I started designing. So I know that it takes some time, but it's just a couple of YouTube videos, figure out how to do the pen tool and master the pen tool and you will be good with a, on a cohort for design. Yeah, the other thing I'd recommend is really learning how to use some design programs and tools ahead of time, so before the bootcamp starts. And if you become familiar with some of the top uh, programs that you're going to use and learn, like Envision, Sketch, Figma, Adobe XD, even Photoshop will come in handy, Canva, all these programs are somewhat similar so when you really master one of the programs for example figma it will make it easier for you to learn adobe xd 
um, and Sketch. And likewise with learning, if you are familiar with some of the Adobe programs like Photoshop, Illustrator, InDesign, it won't be as big of a learning curve to start from scratch when you won't need to start from scratch when learning or trying to pick up skills to use, for example, Adobe XD. So that's something that I found really helpful and I had experience using some of the design programs. So I really felt that it made it less challenging when I was trying to learn Figma and Sketch. Yeah, so thank you very much for joining us and thank you, Rachel, for making me part of the first podcast and you're gonna meet a lot of good people and we we are like family and we and we met each other in a cohort as well so i feel like this is part of it you know what i mean this is the result of us like continue together meeting new people super cool people you see them every day at the same time you are going through the same thing and super cool honestly i can stress enough like if you have the opportunity to do it do it feel free to join the new to ux facebook group and community and thank you so much to for listening to our podcast and i look forward to creating more podcasts in the future all right so thank you bye bye bye